Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for joining us this beautiful Friday here on California's Central Valley. Mike Douglas with you, serving uh, always, and again, always my privilege to serve as your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show. Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. here on Power Talk 1360. KFIV starting to feel like fall more now, isn't it? It's nice, uh, at least uh, where I've been around, the, the smoke has pretty much cleared. The harvest dust has been blown away, at least for the moment. Uh, just kind of a beautiful, uh, beautiful day out there. And uh, such that here at our clandestine Mike Douglas Show studios, I've actually opened the secure portals so that uh, the air, fresh air can come in. Uh, but, but no worries. The clandestine studio is carefully and successfully and uh, under the watch and uh, the guardianship of the Mike Douglas Show 500-pound Mastiffs, Brutus and Gigantor. So uh, we are good here at the studio. How are you doing today? Can't believe it's Friday, right? Heading on to the weekend. Just a program note real quick uh, for you this evening, especially uh, if you, like me, are a college football fan. We'll have some college football for you later tonight. Uh, 7.30 tonight, it's the Stanford Cardinal versus the 22nd-ranked Arizona State Sun Devils. That's tonight at 7.30 here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It's been quite a week, and we have talked a lot about looking for consistency especially when it comes to application of the law and when it comes to prosecution of the law. And we've noted in places like Los Angeles under uh, their DA, uh, George Goscone, and in other places that there are certain DAs in California and around the country uh, who have a whole different idea on law enforcement. And uh, they are very, very uh, weak on prosecuting folks that uh, we would normally think should be uh, prosecuted very aggressively. I want to bring a case up to you that happened this week and get your thoughts on it. It's, uh, if you remember back to Wednesday, just uh, two days ago, on the 6th, there was a shooting at Timberline, or Timberview, rather, Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas. And basically, an 18-year-old named Timothy Simpkins is the suspect in the shooting there. Uh, He shot another classmate who's currently in the hospital under uh, critical condition. Also shot a teacher who was trying to break things up. And uh, there was another uh, teenage girl that was uh, wounded with a grazed wound. She was released from the hospital. So the main victim, uh, the uh, 15-year-old, is uh, currently, as far as we know, is still in critical condition in the hospital. So, uh, the suspect ran away. Ran away from the school after he shot his classmate. Timothy Simpkins is his name. He later, with his attorney, showed up at the police department. He turned himself in. And he was released along with, uh, looks like, a GPS system and, and some other uh, directions on not having any contact with the school, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, he was he was released. This guy that almost killed a fellow classmate with a gun and also shot a teacher in the back, he was released on $75,000 bail. Now, you know how bail works, right? Typically, Uh, whoever is going to bail you out, whether it's your family or your attorney, whoever it might be, uh, usually 10% uh, of the bail money is is required. So let's figure maybe $7,500, $7,500 perhaps was needed to put up for bail. Anyway, he's under house arrest. He is, uh, he's home. He's home at the moment. While the guy he shot is in critical condition in the hospital. So what do you think? Is that $75,000 bail appropriate? 
for this case. Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. You may be saying, well, Mike, I, I could use a little more information on that. Well, let me just very briefly go over the, the timeline with you. Again, Wednesday, uh, the 6th of October, uh, Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas. There's a video that's been posted showing what appears to be 15-year-old Zacchaeus Selby punching and beating the suspect, 18-year-old Timothy Simpkins, in a classroom. And Simpkins, uh, from what I can see, is is getting righteously uh, beat up. A teacher by the name of Calvin Pettit and another teacher break up the fight. 18-year-old Simpkins, who was getting beat up, allegedly retrieved a gun from a backpack And when 15-year-old Selby, uh, who was Zacchaeus Selby, who was trying to beat him up, when Selby runs out of the classroom, uh, Simpkins allegedly shoots him four times. And Selby uh, uh, has wounds to his arm, leg, chest, and stomach. Simpkins also shoots uh, one of the teachers trying to break up the fight, teacher Calvin Pruitt. I believe he's in his mid-20s. He was shot in the back. Fortunately, only suffering only, not minimizing it, but he is living, and that's a great thing. Uh, he suffered broken ribs and a collapsed lung uh, in good condition at the moment. So the suspect, Timothy Simpkins, flees the school, but later shows up at the police department with his civil rights attorney, Kim Cole. Now, the suspect uh, was charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. He was then released on $75,000 bail under house arrest. And according uh, to some news sources, he also has to submit to a drug and alcohol test and wear a GPS monitoring device. Now, the suspect, Simpkins' family, says... He has been the object of bullying, robbery, and violence in the past. His mother allegedly told a local NBC affiliate that her son was often targeted for having more things than his classmates. Let's go now to Simpkins' family member, Carol Harrison Lafayette. And she was representing the family, and she had this to say about her relative, Timothy Simpkins, who uh, is accused of the crime. The decision that he made, taking the gun, we're not justifying that. That was not right. But he was trying to protect himself. That was not right, but, well... (laughs) Let me play that again. Notice notice how this is phrased. The decision that he made, taking the gun, we're not justifying that. That was not right. But he was trying to protect himself. No, it wasn't justified. It wasn't right. But, but he was trying to defend himself, which takes away the validity of the first part of the statement. And so what's happening here, and I... I guess I don't blame the family members for sticking up for their uh, family member, the suspect. Uh, But it sounds to me like they're trying to make him the victim. Yeah, he was getting beat up. And that's a whole different thing than pulling out a gun and trying to kill people. All right. Now, what about this uh, Zacchaeus Selby, this 15-year-old who was beating up? on the 18-year-old Timothy Simpkins. What about him? Well, Arlington Police Assistant Chief Kevin Colby says that they're fully investigating the victim's role in attacking Simpkins. That is, the shooting victim, Zacchaeus Selby, who's currently in critical uh, critical condition, they're going to look at him and his role in beating up the suspect before the shooting. Here's what uh, the assistant police chief in Arlington had to say. Again, his name, Kevin Colby. Through our investigation, nothing is off the table. Uh, I've committed that there will be accountability, 
and we are looking into uh, any conduct that uh, could be criminal conduct by him. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, let's uh, hear very quickly from Simpkins attorney, Kim Cole. Apparently, and I don't, I have not verified it, and so I don't like to put things out as fact that I have not seen myself. Apparently, allegedly, some national newspaper or news source uh, either printed or posted online and referred to the shooting as a standard issue school shooting. Again, that's allegedly they said that, and I, I haven't verified what uh, news organization said that. But anyway, uh, Simpkins attorney uh, Kim Cole took issue with it and uh, made this statement. Obviously, what happened yesterday was very tragic. I believe that it being portrayed as the standard issue school shooting, this was not someone who was just out to go and shoot up school and had made up their mind, you know, hey, I'm upset and I'm just going to shoot anyone I see. No, he, he he hadn't, you know, made a plan to uh, go shoot anybody. He just had a, a gun in his backpack. Well, it's his attorney. you got to expect that. Uh, she also, and again, this, and, and, and this is a, a trend, I think, that we see, and that is making the suspect the victim. Now listen to this, this final statement here that I have from his attorney, Kim Cole. He is receiving threats, and so there's concerns for his family's safety as well as his safety. So we request that you all respect their privacy at this time. Yeah, she's asking the media to respect his privacy at this time. Uh-huh. How many times have you seen the media respect the privacy of say, police officers or that couple that was trying to defend their house against the Antifa folks. Uh, You know, it's the hypocrisy involved in all of this, the double standards that really I find irritating. I'd like to react to this with you. I'll give you uh, my thoughts on this. And I would like to know your thoughts as well. well. First of all, do you think the $75,000 bail is is appropriate for this 18-year-old who tried to kill a couple people? Let's talk about that. It'll be in about three or four minutes here at 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. That conversation will continue in about three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. There's a crash in Galt, southbound 5 before Walnut Grove Road. Two cars in the center divide. You're delayed from Thornton. And then northbound 5 through Lathrop, slow from 205 all the way to Roth today. Eastbound 120, Manteca, slow from Union all the way to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Circle K. Sip and save at Circle K. With their new drink subscription, enjoy one coffee or fountain drink every day for only $5.99 a month. Sign up in-store. Circle K, take it easy. Go beyond the headlines with MSNBC Daily, a collection of written perspectives to help you better understand the issues of our time. Read now at msnbc.com. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. 
I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-990-3434. That's 800-990-3434. 800-990-3434. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get to where you want to go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is things you climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Your life, your hopes, and whatever you were searching for at 1.15 a.m., it's really none of our business, and it shouldn't be anyone else's. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Local Talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thanks so much for joining us this Friday afternoon and for joining the conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. So happy to have you as part of the mix here. We're talking about the shooting that occurred at Timberview High School this past Wednesday in Arlington, Texas, the suspect Timothy Simpkins, 18 years old, uh, the shooting victim Zacchaeus Selby, 15 years old, and uh, there was also a, a teacher. Uh, Selby, by the way, is in critical condition in the hospital, shot uh, four times. There was also a teacher who was shot in the back. Uh, he's fine, and apparently another uh, a girl who was grazed by a bullet. She is fine as well. And uh, before we go to the phones, uh, because it's so, someone's going to ask, and since race is such a, a, a hot topic and the filter through which uh, a lot of people see life right now, let me just deal with that right now. Uh, both the suspect, uh, Timothy Simpkins, and the shooting victim, Zacchaeus Selby, they are both African-American. I don't know about the race of the teacher or the other uh, student that was grazed by the bullet. Uh, So there we go. What do you think? Appropriate uh, bail for him, $75,000. And I don't know if you were Timothy Simpkins and you were being bullied and getting beat up. uh, What alternatives do you think you might have other than intentionally bringing a gun to school? Let's find out uh, what John thinks to Brentwood. We go. John, welcome to the show this Friday. How are you, my friend? Pretty good, Mike. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, a, a couple things. Um, the bail, first off, was a joke. Um, as, as far as the, you know, the, the shooting victim, or the shooter, in, rather, if, if he wasn't, you know, there's a lot of layers to this story. If, if it got, holds true, that he was continuously bullied and beat up, then I'm not, you know, in lieu of sounding like his attorney, I'm not defending the right or, or the reason for bringing gun to school. But if, if you're dealing with that every single day and eventually you could see where you might crack and you might do something stupid. And I'm not saying he did the right thing. You don't go get the gun and then shoot, you know, two different people. He should definitely be a charge with attempted murder. You know, you, you don't shoot somebody four times. You definitely don't shoot a teacher who really had nothing to do with it. But there's a lot of layers. You know, they need to investigate his background and the victim's background and, and you know, any rap sheets that they might have had. But I'm just saying if, if he was continuously bullied and beat up and it was an ongoing thing day after day after day, you can almost see where the kid might crack one day. And, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying you could almost, you know, make a case for it, not a case. You know, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying I know. it's right, but... 
you could almost see where he would do what he would do. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And, uh, John, I, I agree with you, and I think we're saying the same thing. Uh, it, it's going to build up to a crisis point. If, in fact, this is all true, that he was being uh, bullied because of he had nicer things than everyone else, again, that's according to his family, and uh, we, we can see, I don't know if you've seen the video, uh, he, he was getting thumped. Uh, I mean, he, the 15-year-old was getting the, the best of him. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and, and, and again, that he would respond in an irresponsible way, uh, I think, is an outcome that can often be expected. Uh, and, but I also agree, agree with you that, you know, bringing the gun to school was, was not the way to deal with it. I guess one of my questions too, uh, John, and maybe this will come out in, in the investigation, is were the school officials advised of these things? And if they were, what did they do about it? All that, all that remains to be seen. We'll, we'll see what happens. Right. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of stuff is like this is swept under the rug. We don't know anything about the kid's sexuality or anything. You know, they, they, that could be an underlying issue with it also. So I think a lot of it's going to come out. And when the story evolves and the whole thing comes out, then I think a lot of people you know, will make up. It's still not, you know, right. The outcome still wasn't right. But, you know, once the whole story comes out and all the facts are out in the open, then I, I, I think people will kind of make up their minds but still the bail should have definitely been higher and it, if nothing else he definitely it's self-defense not against a teacher he needs to face attempted murder charges for shooting a teacher at a very minimum yeah and again i i'm not familiar with texas law uh here in california i i think it, it would have been you know attempted homicide really and uh, aggravated assault i don't know maybe that means something different in texas than it means to me here uh, but I agree with you, the $75,000 bail and the likelihood that they only had to come up with maybe $7,500, uh, to me, is uh, a, a concern. Uh, anyway, John, thanks yeah, for your too. thoughts. Yeah. Really appreciate it. All right, great show, Mike. All right, man, thanks a lot. John from Brentwood. Again, we're talking about the uh, shooting uh, that occurred in Arlington, Texas, at Timberview High School. And uh, the dynamics, very interesting. Uh, again, the, the family of the suspect, the shooter, uh, is saying, uh, and, and this was according to Yahoo News, uh, he has never been known to bother anyone and would do anything to help someone in need. From the beginning of the school year, Timothy has been bullied. He's been beaten, taunted, and harassed on a daily basis. Recently, he was ambushed by a group of young males outside of school, stripped of his clothing in front of a crowd of onlookers, robbed of his money and possessions. He's been humiliated and stripped of his dignity on more than one occasion, which led to him being fearful to go to school or even leave our home without an adult. Again, that not verified, but that's from the family. And as uh, John and I just discussed, certainly uh, I think that would build up to a tension point. The question is, how did the family handle all that? Were the school authorities notified? And if they were, what did they do about it? If they were notified of these things and they did nothing about it, uh, can you say civil suit? If not, possibly some criminal proceedings. We'll see. We'll continue the conversation here in a couple minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show. We're about five minutes away from opening the phones again. Mike Douglas uh, with you here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We'll be back in about five minutes. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Princess of South Beach has all the ingredients of the perfect telenovela. A terrible accident, dark secrets, and of course, a nosy maid. The job is 50% listening to conversations you're not supposed to, and 50% opening other people's mail, giving out advice nobody asked for, and vacuuming once in a while. It's a telenovela like you've never heard it before. Listen to Princess of South Beach on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Lincoln, the power of sanctuary. 
Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Two-car wreck in Modesto, South 99 before Briggsmore. It's in the left lane, and you're backed up from Standiford. A car stalled out in Stockton, North 5, right before Highway 4. It's in the right lane, and you're backed up all the way to 205. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Is finding the right candidate slowing you down? Cut straight to your hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. To find your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Radio advertising can connect your business with holiday shoppers wherever they go. Use iHeart Ad Builder to create an affordable custom radio ad right on your phone. Just click, listen, approve, then hear it on the radio. Create your customized ad today at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Whether it's the politics of climate change, the challenges of racial injustice, or the ongoing threat of the coronavirus, MSNBC Daily is here to help you better understand the issues of our time. Explore enlightening articles at msnbc.com and in a free morning newsletter sent straight to your inbox. You'll get in-depth analysis from columnists who are experts in their fields. MSNBC Daily. Visit msnbc.com to read now and to subscribe to the newsletter for free. Are you a member of AllCare IPA and looking for a new Medicare Advantage plan? If so, we've got great news for you. AllCare is part of the WellCare Network, and together we're working hard to get rid of the nonsense in the health insurance industry, starting by offering our members simplified Medicare Advantage plans, streamlined benefits, and access to local health care. By partnering with AllCare, we're not only able to give our members access to high-quality and convenient care from doctors they trust, but we're also able to improve the health and happiness of our communities as a whole because we know everything feels a little better when you're close to home. To learn more about WellCare and how we're streamlining Medicare to make it a better experience for you, visit our website at wellcare4ca.com. That's wellcare4ca.com to learn more about WellCare. WellCare, we're Medicare done well. Provider may also contract with other plans and Part D sponsors. Other pharmacies, physicians, and providers are available in our network. Good Risings. The Good Risings podcast is a collection of six mini-shows curated to give you a daily shot of inspiration, motivation, humor, relationship advice, and even astrology. You can choose to listen to one or all of the daily Good Risings offerings available on our feed. It's the perfect daily practice for anyone looking to lead a more intentional, mindful, and inspired life. Listen to the Good Risings podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This report is sponsored by Circle K. Sip and save at Circle K with their new drink subscription. Enjoy one coffee or fountain drink every day. For only $5.99 a month, sign up in-store. Circle K, take it easy. Sunny skies all day. We'll see highs in the 60s with more clouds overnight. Chilly temperatures in the 50s. Tomorrow warms up a little bit. Partly cloudy, mid-70s. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And again, thanks so much for joining us this beautiful Friday afternoon here in California's Central Valley. Mike Douglas with you, serving as your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And a couple of program notes very quickly. A reminder, Trevor Carey coming up at 4 o'clock. Today and then later tonight for uh, those of us who are college football fans. You know, I, I go into sackcloth and ashes and to near grieving when foot, college football season ends. I just, something about it, I just love college football. Anyway, tonight, uh, 7.30 p.m. right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It's the Stanford Cardinal versus the 22nd ranked Arizona State. State Sun Devils. You know, those are two teams that uh, you never want to count uh, count out. Uh, by the way, the pregame uh, starts at uh, 6.30 this evening. Never want to count them out. They they can always come up with surprises. And uh, so that, uh, that could be an electric game. Uh, again, uh, pregame at 6.30 tonight and uh, the game at uh, 7.30. Stanford Cardinal versus 
the 22nd ranked uh, Arizona State Sun Devils. And uh, just a reminder, Saturday, 12 noon, I encourage you to check out uh, Real Estate Jerky with Ed Parco and Marlene Champlin. They're on every Saturday at 12 noon here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Um, uh, what would normally I would consider to be a kind of a dry subject, real estate and financing. They make it fun, and uh, they they go the extra mile to have a lot of community interest as well. And they'll be talking about uh, an innovative idea about uh, how people with all differing abilities can uh, recreate together in Modesto. Really interesting, uh, interesting subject. Again, that Saturday, twelve noon here on Power Talk thirteen sixty. KFIV. We've been talking about the uh, shooting uh, at a school in uh, Arlington, Texas, Timberview High School. Let me round out a couple of thoughts about that. Our telephone number here, of course, 209-551-3483. Two questions for you, really. Do you think the $75,000 bail uh, for the shooting suspect is appropriate? Uh, too low, about right, or uh, what do you think? Or, and uh, the other issue I, I I really feel compelled to talk about, and, and you're welcome to weigh in on that, uh, and that is what happened ahead of time. If this guy was getting bullied, did the parents step in? Did the school step in? But regardless, do you think that the shooter should be made the victim? And that's what his family and his uh, attorney really uh, appear to be doing at this point. 209-551-3483. A couple of comments uh, that that I would like to uh, offer you on this. Number one, uh, the attorney, let let me play the the attorney's comment again because I I really want to... uh, bounce off of this. Listen to this. Obviously what happened yesterday was very tragic. I believe that it being portrayed as the standard issue school shooting, this was not someone who was just out to go and shoot up school and had made up their mind, you know, hey, I'm upset and I'm just going to shoot anyone I see. Well, you have to temper that with the fact that he had a plan. Timothy Simpson obviously had a plan. How do we know he had a plan? He had a gun in his backpack. Now you might say, well, Mike, the family is saying, you know, he was getting beat up and he's been humiliated and such. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's understandable. No, um, not understandable to kill people for that. What, what that comes to is an inability to deal with things in rational ways. If you're getting bullied, if you're getting beat up, etc., 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 there are other ways to deal with that, and uh, his family seems to be very supportive of him. What did they do? Was there counseling involved? A lot of questions here, but uh, to to just make it sound like, well, you know, to intimate that he was justified somehow in bringing a gun, which means there was pre-planning involved, to bring a gun to school indicates to me he had a plan in mind to shoot somebody. And you say, well, he, he was bringing it to protect himself. Guns are not allowed in schools. And here in California, we know even if you have a concealed weapon permit, concealed carry permit, you're not allowed in, what is it, a thousand feet of a school? You're not allowed to bring that gun on, on school campuses, at least here in California. And so he broke the law. He was a criminal. The moment that he put that in his backpack, and entered the school grounds. Was there intent? Well, it looks like there was in that he put the gun in the backpack and he brought it. Now, maybe his intent was to deal with whoever was beating him up. We don't know, but the fact is that he had some kind of intent involved. And so this, uh, to portray him as 
the victim in all this, uh, I don't believe is, is rational nor realistic. But that's the way our society is going in many, many ways. Uh, we take, and again, DAs like George Gascon are uh, an example of this, where we look at the suspect's background and say, well, it's society's fault that he or she is the way that they are. And because of that, then we need to show compassion. And they're really the victim, not the victim. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't think, I think we need to stand fast. And I'm going to look at 10 points that have survived for most all of human history, a couple of millennia anyway, they're called the Ten Commandments, and uh, one of them says uh, not not to kill in, in the sense of not to murder. And that was, that was this guy's intent. And uh, to shoot a teacher in the back? The teacher wasn't beating him up. The other gal, the young, young lady that got grazed by the bullet, she wasn't beating him up. And so there's, there's all of this um, justification that, that goes on. And, and my encouragement to all of us is we boil it down to what the facts are. We deal with what we know. It is dangerous to deal with what we don't know. What we don't know is, did he receive any kind of counseling ahead of time for this bullying he was getting? Uh, did he uh, receive any instruction on how to deal with bullying? You can deal with bullying told the story many, many years ago when I was junior in junior high school. I, I was a horrible athlete. I was just bad at it. And I was a little tiny guy in, in junior high school. Unfortunately, my gym teacher was an Olympian. <laughs> Can you believe that? I lucked out and had Olympian, an Olympian for a uh, gym teacher. Anyway, he tried to turn me into a gymnast. And uh, one day I, I fell and, and injured my neck. And uh, so he gave me a note. He sent me uh, to the school office to uh, see the school nurse. And of course, it was in between. Uh, it was during class time, so everybody was in class. I'm walking down the hallway, and there's this dude in the hallway uh, that's showing off to his girlfriend. And he decides he's uh, going to shake me down for some money. And uh, I resisted. And he so with, with my messed up neck, he throws me against the lockers knocks me down, and it turns out I didn't have any lunch money because I normally brought my lunch. Uh, but anyway, so he left me on the ground. I picked up my stuff and uh, limped into the school office. So I got home that night, and both my parents were teachers. My dad, a high school Spanish teacher for some 40 years. My mother was a first-grade teacher, bless her heart, for over 41 years down in Southern California. They were hot. And my dad, boy, I tell you what, uh, if if my sister or I were treated roughly and not righteously by anyone, my dad was on the case, and he stormed into that school and and uh, let them know that things needed to be taken care of. But anyway, so what my mom did was, I think, a good thing. There was a, a man in our church uh, who taught self-defense, and uh, so she sent me to his self-defense class. I was there for what was equivalent to a semester. I learned how to break people's knees. I knew I learned how to break people's noses. Uh, I learned how to gouge their eyes out if necessary. And it gives you a different way of carrying yourself. And from that point on, I never got bullied again. Uh, so there are good, uh, decent ways of learning how to deal with bullies. I'm not saying that had to be uh, the Simpkins case, but it's just an example that there are ways of dealing with this other than packing a gun to school, which basically means you're going to shoot someone. And not only do you shoot the guy that's beating you up, but you shoot a teacher in the back. And uh, for that, you only get, you know, apparently in Arlington, a bail of $75,000. If you look at 10% of that, that's about 7500 they probably had to put up, probably. And uh, I think it's a sad situation all around. I think the man needs help, this 18-year-old named Timothy Simpkins. I think he needs help. I hope they get him the help he needs. And I hope that help 
involves, here we go, are you ready for it? Owning his stuff. Owning his actions. That's where true healing from anything really begins is owning your stuff. Realizing that you need to own your stuff. I need to own my stuff. And that's where a lot of healing occurs when we begin to deal with things in rational, healthy ways is when we own our own stuff. Unfortunately, attorneys are not into that. All right, I uh, have a couple other things. Ten questions, by the way. Uh, if you're, I, I always want to equip you with things to think about as you're talking with folks about the condition of our culture. And uh, there is a, uh, a national, I'll give his name a little bit later, a nationally known uh, commentator who has uh, offered ten questions to ask people about the Biden administration to get conversations going. I find them intriguing. I think you might, too. I'll give you those 10 questions uh, in about three or four minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues at 209-551-3483 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Two-car wreck in Modesto, South 99 before Briggsmore. It's in the left lane, and you're backed up from Standiford. A car stalled out in Stockton, North 5, right before Highway 4. It's in the right lane, and you're backed up all the way to 205. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Circle K. Sip and save at Circle K with their new drink subscription. Enjoy one coffee or fountain drink every day for only $5.99 a month. Sign up in store. Circle K, take it easy. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-2072. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today and call 800-575-2072. That's 800-575-2072. Or you can visit us online at tra.com. Newt Gingrich here. Can thieves really steal your home's title? Take it from this thief who stole over 150 homes and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. This is why you need home title lock. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, it's, it's in my name, or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Heard enough? Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And enter NEWT for 30 free days of protection. That's code NEWT at HomeTitleLock.com. When you get Xfinity Internet, Flex is included free. And finding what to watch on TV is now as easy as popcorn. This is a way better way to watch. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to get a great offer on Internet and add Flex for free. Restrictions apply. 
Well, you tell your school board what you think your opinion as a parent, and they're going to sick the FBI on you. We're going to talk to a Valley school board member this afternoon, the Trevor Carey Show, 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, quick note, uh, those of you uh, who, who have gotten to know me and I've gotten to know you know that I've had the privilege of, of co-founding and uh, being the president of Advancing Vibrant Communities for uh, now we're going on our 20th year now, and uh, one of the things that we do, our volunteers do, is uh, they build wheelchair ramps and install safety equipment for the elderly and the disabled and veterans to prevent uh, fatal falls. And uh, we have a, a, a crucial need coming up in terms of personnel. And that is really a, a two people we're looking for. One, to help the construction team uh, fill out the permits and file permits. So if paperwork is your forte, uh, we, we want to talk to you. And the other is to help coordinate the on-site operations so as the uh, ramps and, and the uh, grab bars and the safety railings are all being installed. So uh, if, you, uh, if you have some of those skills or you know someone who does, we provide the full training. Uh, let me know. Here's my private email. You can just, this comes directly to me. You're welcome to email me, mikeon1360 at gmail.com. And by the way, that goes for any subject that you'd like to discuss in between the shows or even during the show. To uh, Mike, <laughs> gave the phone number again. Come on, Mike. Email. The email is mikeon1360 at gmail.com. All right, want to slip this in, uh, and I'll give you uh, the national commentator's uh, name in a second here. But these are 10 questions uh, that he has uh, posed. Uh, yes or no questions to be conversation starters with people to get them thinking about our government rationally and reasonably. All right, here are the questions. I'm going to go through it pretty quickly here. By the way, if you'd like a copy of these questions, I'll be happy to send them to you. Uh, email me, Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. All right, so each question is uh, has, has a predicate. It's, does it make any sense Two, and here are the questions. Does it make any sense to allow millions of foreign nationals to enter the United States of America unsupervised? Question number two. Does it make any sense to abandon Afghanistan completely, leading to human rights abuses by the Taliban? Question number three. Does it make any sense to shut down the Keystone Pipeline just to turn around and ask Saudi Arabia to expand oil sales. Question number four. Does it make any sense to support critical race theory teaching in schools when that divides children on a skin color basis? Question number five. Does it make any sense for the federal government to spend so much money that inflation explodes? Question number six, does it make any sense to support no-bail laws that allow criminals to commit more crimes? Question number seven, does it make any sense to be only one of seven countries in the world, and there's about 300 in the world, to be one of only seven countries that allow unrestricted abortions? Question number eight, does it make any sense to oppose voter identification? Number nine, does it make any sense that white supremacists are a larger terror threat than the jihadists? And finally, question number 10, does it make any sense for a president of the United States to accuse his own country of systemic racism? All right, so as you've listened to those questions, and I know I went by fairly quickly, but uh, our, our time is waning here, heading to 4 o'clock. So uh, just, just quickly, were there any questions uh, that you answered no to uh, or any questions that you answered yes to? 
I'd be interested in knowing if you answered any yeses and what they were. Again, my email is mikeon1360 at gmail.com. I would be happy to send you these 10 questions. And uh, uh, next week, uh, we'll, we'll unpack those a little bit more, and I'll give you my read on, on the answers that uh, I had. Again, it's pretty simple. It's a yes-no answer, uh, but the rationale for those answers I, I think are important. I think these are great conversation starters with uh, folks that uh, may come at you with what you might feel to be unreasonable expectations about our country. And especially uh, if it's logic based on orange man bad or Republican bad or Democrat bad or I just uh, I like that personality or I, I just vote along party lines. These are great questions to ask, regardless of, of which party uh, the, the person is part of. Now I'll tell you who it's from, and I, I save that at the end on, on purpose, just so that you would think about the questions without prejudice one way or the other. These questions are from Bill O'Reilly. Uh, you can find them, but it's on a, uh, a podcast on his website. Uh, but I have the questions typed out. I think they are great conversation starters and uh, great ways to uh, enter in the conversation with people to talk about where we are today and does it make any sense the decisions that are being made. Now, some people may feel that some of these do make sense. And uh, to me, the response to that, from me anyway, is, oh, that's interesting. Help me understand why you believe that. Because I'm always curious about why people who may think differently and believe differently than I do, I'm always curious as to why they believe that way or why they think that way. Uh, again, if you'd like a list of the questions, uh, please email me, mikeon1360 at gmail.com, mikeon1360 at gmail.com. Come to the end of our time already. Holy smoke, we're heading into the weekend already. I'll look forward to seeing you on Monday. Trevor Carey's up next at 4. I'll see you Monday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.